0: The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. What comes to mind when you hear the word communion? Probably the Lord's Supper, right? However, that's not all there is to communion. The word communion is a special Precious biblical term. It is derived from the Latin communionum, meaning fellowship, mutual participation, sharing. I like to think of it this way, even though this is not a legitimate definition. Come union. In other words, communion is a coming into a union by two or more things. A coming together. In the Greek, the word is koinonia. And that can be translated communion, fellowship, or sharing. Concerning the Lord's Supper, the Spirit says, the cup of blessing which we bless is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break is it not the communion of the body of Christ? So in the Lord's Supper... The wine comes together with the blood. The bread comes together with the body. How amazing and how wonderful. Perhaps more wonderful is the truth that at the Lord's table, we enter into a communion, a communion with Christ. We come together with him as we partake of his body and blood. And then there is the encouraging truth that all of the communicants enter into a communion with one another. And that's not just the fact that they're all physically standing up there together, but they're up there spiritually united. Together we all share in the body and blood of Christ. As we are coming together with him, even so we are coming together with one another. All of this began, as 2 Corinthians 13, 14 states, with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit. The love of God moved him to provide a way of salvation for us. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, that undeserved love, he has caused him to offer himself in our place as a sacrifice, payment for our sins. And finally, there is the communion of the Holy Spirit. It is the Spirit who brought us together with Christ by bringing us to faith, giving us a a share in the salvation that he won for us. In bringing us together with Jesus, the Spirit also brought us together with one another. So we say in the Apostles' Creed that we believe in the communion of saints. As you know, saints are sanctified ones. People who have been separated from the world of sin and unbelief and have been brought into a communion with God and with one another. That's us. We are the communion of saints. So right here in this gym, at this moment, there is a communion of saints. A spiritual union that exists between you as an individual and everyone else who is here. All of your fellow Christians. Now as I said, we've been separated from the world. Our communion with Christ means disunion from those who deny Christ and from those who reject his teachings. We can't be united with Christ and with those who are opposed to Christ. So God says, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness and what communion has light with darkness. So ours is a way of righteousness. Theirs is a way of unrighteousness. Lawlessness. And the two have nothing in common. We walk in the light of the gospel. They walk in the darkness of sin. There is no communion between these two. So perhaps you understand why it is that We have no communion with those who reject the teachings of the Lord. No fellowship with them. Also, you understand why we treasure the union, the communion that we have with each other. This is a message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship, that is communion, we have communion with him, we walk in darkness. We lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have communion with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sins. It is with joy that we sing in one of our hymns, O blessed communion, fellowship divine." And much more glorious is the truth that this communion does not end here. So when somebody departs through death, the communion is not broken. It is eternal. We speak of the church militant and of the church triumphant. The one fighting here on earth, the other enjoying the peace of heaven, Nevertheless, we are both in communion with each other, and Jesus is the link. For he is in communion with them and with us. Yes, there's still a physical separation that takes place. However, the day will come when we, who are joined together spiritually with them, will be joined physically and truly this communion that we all enjoy, we will enjoy even more when, once again, we come together in heaven. So now we rejoice in the communion that we share with Jesus our Savior. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. We turn to Hymn 463. 463. We're going to be singing verse 3, 4, and 6.
1: May thy soul, just faithful, true, and bold, fight as the saints who nobly fought of old. And Union, fellowship divine, we feebly struggle, glory shine, yet all are one. On His way, Hallelujah.